Hey everyone, and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show. And this episode is about a very brand new release. This is, this is what happens when it goes straight to VOD. Uh, we are going to be talking about the next DC animated film, which is Batman Gotham by Gaslight, uh, which is based on the, the book of the same name, which I have never very read. Very loosely. Loosely. Uh, you have read um, it, then I assume. Yeah, I've, I've read it. I can tell you, in that book, there is only one suspect as the as the killer, uh-huh. so clearly it's them, and that character isn't in this at all. And interesting, uh, I I do know the book is very short. I know that because I've had it on my shelf for about ten years and still not read it. But uh, <laughs> but I've not got around to reading it. So I, I watched this with fresh eyes. Uh, so this as uh, as the, the title and the the, the the cover kind of imply uh, is Batman, but set in I mean does it give a year? It's like a time I don't period, think so. Yeah. Just Victorian times. Yeah, uh, Gotham, but in that time period. So you, you got a Bruce Wayne who's Batman, but it's a you know very sort of a, almost steampunk looking Batman tech instead of yeah. what we're used to in the modern days. And then the other characters kind of fill out various roles throughout, and we'll talk about who they are. And we'll start spoiler free, of course, because uh, uh, of course we do. And then we'll warn you somewhere in the middle before we go into spoilers. So, uh, so it's basically Batman v Jack the Ripper. That's the the press. Honestly, Batman versus Jack the Ripper in Victorian times is pretty much all it's taken from the comic. Everything else about it is new. Okay, all right. So uh, we don't have to really talk about that then. No. So it lives and dies on its own merits here. <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 fair. Uh, so yeah, so so there's a, there's a murder of a prostitute, right? So we we got so obviously it's it's not a, an all ages animated film. It actually there's a few you know shits in here. Uh, there's some references, some sexual stuff. Uh, you don't see it an outright explicit, of course, but uh, there are re- are references to various things. Uh, also, the, the killing is actually the first thing I'd say about it is that uh, there's a couple of shots of just like the knife stabbings going up and down. Like it's like a classic slasher movie almost. Yeah. The knife coming up and down out of the frame, and uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, so that's the premise. I- I'll ask the question I always do. Connor, did you enjoy Gotham by Gaslight? Uh, there's there's things I like. Overall. It's kind of just another one of these movies. <laughs> um, I thought it was okay. Huh? I, I mean, like, a little bit more than you. I don't love it. It's kind of... Honestly, my biggest problem with it is actually the animation. Okay. No, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, on, on two fronts. Uh, one being the actual look of the animation... Uh, mainly, I feel like this story, this time period, this setting should have a lot more style to it, and it feels like a very typical generic DC anime. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's just the look that they have. Yeah, but I think, on, unfortunately, I think that doesn't suit the the setting. Yes, uh, and then, secondly, I think the actual uh, motion in the animation it ruins some moments here or there. There's, there's, a, there's a scene in particular where there's like chasing on on rooftops, mm. and it felt so slow because of how the animation was animated. Okay. I felt like we were running in slow motion when they weren't supposed to be. It, 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 and instead of feeling like it was actually in slow motion, it just looked like it was a really slow chase where they were just going okay, at, okay. at you know, a, a gentle uh, jog. I, I never felt that problem. Uh, but that, that that was that was bugging me. And I felt that those kind of robbed it of uh, atmosphere, which is, I feel like what this should have been really striving for is like, is a strong gothic atmosphere where it you is. really feel uh, the, I, the world. Honestly, I feel the biggest problem that uh, you know, gets takes me out of the atmosphere hmm. is Jack the Ripper and the way he's treated. Okay, um, just you know, it, it's I feel like Jack the Ripper should be you know in the shadows stalking, but there's just 
it's just there for a lot of it. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, that kind of links up to my atmosphere problem. Where it is, they're, yeah, they're not treating it like uh, a proper horror film. Uh, there is those couple of nice moments with the knives and stuff, especially early on. I feel. Yeah, uh, I mean, part of the fun of this is that they've put a lot of obviously back characters in various roles, and they're they're kind of who they're they're meant to be, but they're they're you know in different situations because of the time period. So yeah. you you do have a have a James Gordon, you do have a Bullock. Uh, you you have obviously Alfred, who's played by Anthony Stewart Head, who you may, may know from the hit television show Buffett the Vampire Slayer. And I knew we'd be getting that one out of the way quickly on this episode. Yeah, Giles is Alfred, which is kind of perfect yeah. in a lot of ways. Do you, do you know what? I think he's fantastic as Alfred, and I want to see that more. Hmm. Uh, uh, v- various Robins do actually uh, take part in the plot in, in a way. It's very different to what you typically expect from Batman and w- how the Robins interact with them, but they are kind of there, they're referenced. Uh, and you, you've got that, so you, you got all these. And uh, Leslie Thompson's there as well, which I thought was a nice touch. Yes, which which I can appreciate. Yeah. And um, honestly, possibly my favorite part of the movie is Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle, of course, is there. Uh, she is pretty good. She is voiced by Jennifer Carpenter, who I could not recognize uh, at all, to be honest. Uh, she she was Deb- she was uh, Deborah Dexter's sister on Dexter, mm. uh, which yeah. is the, where most people will know her from. Yeah, uh, she did not sound like her at all. So. Oh, oh, I, 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 you know, there's some people, some people who you know you just hear like in this in particular, Tara Strong has a role. She, no, and, I noticed her immediately. As, as, as soon as it started, I was like, okay, that's Tara Strong. Especially since I went, is that meant to be Harley? Because I actually yeah. said that because it was Tara Strong. I went, is that meant to be Harley? And it wasn't, but. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's not that she can't disguise her voice because she does a lot of different voices, but th- this voice in particular just had that that Harley yes. twang to uh, it. Yeah, no, it did. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm not faulting it too much for it, but it was, you know, it was, it was there. Um, and you've got the murder mystery. I actually, I think what I liked about the movie is it, it actually almost played like a up, up until the, the 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 killer and who the killer was. Obviously, that changes things, but up until then, it did actually kind of feel like a, just a typical Batman origin movie where the police don't trust them yet. By the end, they did probably will, and there's all these things that yeah, you know, I get what you're saying. And the way that it introduces various things, uh, the introduction to the signal, uh, I kind of liked. Yeah, the introduction to the Robins as well. It's different, yeah. but again, it feels like okay, no, this is an origin. Yeah, uh, so it kind of fits in that way. I, I was enjoying. I, I think, like, there's very few superheroes who I, I I would even care about imagining what they'd be like in a different time period. Batman's an interesting one, and I do kind of like the idea of Batman versus just a straight up serial killer. Like that is a that's an interesting idea. Oh, it is. Because he's a definitely. detective, so it plays. It does well enough. Yeah. Uh, Hugo Strange is in there as well. He's 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 around. Yeah. Uh, he's controlling Arkham Asylum, so you, you got all those things. I, in place. I like. Hugo Strange in this time period. He's one of those people who just suits this time period. Yeah, he does. Uh, so no, it, it kind of works, and even Selena kind of fits because Selena's got that sort of femme fatale kind of yeah. kind of mood going for. Her. Uh, so I typically like the characters. Actually, most of the main characters I actually because sometimes they feel really bland. Whereas in this, I feel like oh, they're doing enough different no, little things. They're with all them. pretty distinctive. Yeah. to be fair to them. I was kind of into it, and I like Selena's interaction with Bruce. I like that stuff. Uh, Ultimately, though, as much as I mean, I said my main complaints with the animation and stuff. Uh, I do kind of agree that ultimately it's it's not that remarkable. Like it, like it all adds up to like a a solid, decent, okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it does. You know, I, I don't regret watching it. I had, uh, and if you if you like Batman, I feel like yeah, you probably get, it's, it's you know seventy five minutes, knock yourself out. Like it's, it's fine. I, f- I feel like I like it slightly less after the ending. Uh. 
yeah. I, I wasn't too big on the ending. I, I think for me again, that was like the uh, the animation that kind of ruined it for me because I feel like they set up this thing that you know where the big final fight takes place. They set this up early on, and I kind of liked that from like an action movie perspective. So okay, here's here's the big thing, the new thing in the yeah. town that we're going to talk about, and then by the end, it's like okay, we're going to use that in the big fight. Uh, like I appreciated the the concept of it more than the the execution. If that no, that's fair. If that lines up. I just obviously it's it's a like we say it's it's a murder mystery you know mm-hmm. who who is Jet the Ripper and ultimately the answer I wasn't that big a fan of. Joe, it's funny I don't I, I don't necessarily like the answer, but before it happened, I basically had already kind of figured out like what type of person it would be just because that would be what would, what would be surprising. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Like oh, oh, yeah, going, I get that. They're going to pick you know A, B, or C because those are the ones that are going to be oh that's shocking because of. And I, I think maybe this is a symptom of just we, we've seen too many of these sorts of things that we can just see that coming at this point. But it was almost less interesting because of it. I think I think it'd be more interesting if uh, there was like weight behind it, like it had something to say. I'll, we'll talk about this more in spoilers when we, yeah. we're talking about who it is. But I feel like if it had actually something to say about, no, they're like this in this time period because of various things that you know are different like you know this person in this time period would have went a vastly different way because of like how people were treated at the time how people how things happened at the time instead it just feels like no we're picking them and we're just going to make them a crazy killer it, it felt a bit more like uh, you know you said oh this is the one that'll be surprising hmm. that that's it it kind of feels like ah, uh, we'll go with them for shock value yeah that's basically that there was no real weight or thought i don't think put into oh them being jack the ripper says something about the character in an interesting way. So, you know, an inter- you know, that's part of what Elseworlds can do. This is, you know, it's an Elseworld. That's, that's what Gotham Big Gasly is. It's, it's taking a DC character and putting them into like another universe and saying, okay, let's do Batman here, or, or you know, just like Superman Red Sun, let's do Superman, but he landed in Russia instead. You know, that's, that's what that is. So, I, I feel like instead of doing that, they wanted to take the setting, and obviously you said they took the Jack the Ripper, and then they just you know, that was shocking. What can we do that's different? Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because it does come up at the start saying, based on the graphic novel by so and so, Mike Manola, and uh, whoever else was involved. I just remember him. But There was someone else involved, but yeah. no one ever remembers them, unfortunately. Because Mike Manola's Mike Manola. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a sad uh, reality. But, it, it, yeah, I was like, oh, but it's almost. I almost feel like it's just like you could just credit them for the title. They came up with the title. <laughs> the, the, the title and the concept. Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay it's definitely not the worst of the, the DC animated movies by a long stretch oh, I, definitely not. I, I think Batman it's... V's Robin Batman and Son were both yeah as much as I'm saying ah it's just another like it's still enjoyable enough like don't get me wrong it's definitely not bad and I'd definitely say oh if you if you watch these movies yeah to go ahead watch it you're not going to regret that to compare it to the recent ones Teen Titan Judas Contract was better yep but I do think this was better than Just Sleep Dark by a reasonable smidge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty on par for me. Yeah, but I, I don't know what reasonable smidge really means. Oh, and it's it's way better than uh, Batman and Harley. That was oh, oh god, I I deleted that from my brain. I'd forgotten until I just thought of it there. Like see when I was saying oh, compare it to recent ones, I didn't think of Batman and Harley until I just literally said it out loud. Yeah, not not as good as the the Batman sixty six one we got last year though. That was the best of the year. Uh, I cannot comment on the, that. The Return of the Cape Crusaders 2. I, I cannot comment on that. I did not see that because I don't care for Batman 60s. So I, I stayed far uh, admittedly, away. Admittedly, that one wasn't quite as good as the first one. But still mm. still better than this. Yeah. I think this sits at a 
middle of the road. If you if you take all these DC animated movies going all the way back to Superman Doomsday, which is when they started, yeah. I feel this sits right somewhere in the middle where it's 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 got some good qualities. It's not it's not as bad as some of those really bad ones, but it's not up there with say Dark Knight Returns and a couple oh, no. of the, the really great ones. No, I'd say it's maybe a little below average when you take in the whole line. But out of the out of the more recent ones, you know, since since the Flashpoint one, you know, we got that shift there. Probably slightly above average from that point. That's a weird way of putting it. Because I, I think there's a lot that are really kind of average, and I think I like this more than a lot of the other average ones because it's just a bit different. Whereas when yeah. I see uh, like I don't know, uh, like some of the early Justice League ones, which weren't great, they weren't bad, but they were just kind of they were fine. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't as good as like, episodes of the Justice League animated series. You know, like they, they actually fell under par compared to that. Uh, and you know, we're working our way through Young Justice right now. Like this was nothing compared to an episode of Young Justice. No, no it just wasn't. No. Uh, and it doesn't have to be, but like I'm just uh, just just for comparison. It's, sake, it's noticeable when you're watching it at the yeah. same time, isn't it? So well, it's, what's funny, Sam Liu, who directed this, I'm sure directs episodes of that. So it, I, it's it's kind of yeah. If nothing else, these DC animated movies and TV shows have kind of proven that when it comes to animation, the director's not necessarily the same. The, no, because uh, he paused through a lot of these. You know, Sam Liu goes yeah. through a lot of these movies. Uh, the next one, the the Suicide Squad one, we have got coming up. Yes. Same. I think I'm sure that's him as well. Yeah, I, I think writing and animation are clearly the, the other big things with uh, animated stories yeah. that which are clearly popping up. So I'm hitting my. I will say shot. I like the music in this. Yeah, it had this kind of like it almost sounded like the the, the 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 animated series theme at times, but it was like in this new. Yeah. Like you know style, like it was sort of fitting the times a little bit more, but I, I could hear almost a few notes of it every t- every every once in a while on the main theme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think I think we'll give a spoiler warning so we can talk about details. But I think we've made our our, our stance kind of kind of clear. Uh, but yeah, so full spoilers. We're going to talk about who Jack the Ripper is because I feel it's the big thing you want to go to first. Get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. So Jack the Ripper in this story, and obviously they have some red herrings. The I mean, I actually kind of appreciate comparing uh, Harvey Dent to Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, I, I do as well, especially when they're doing it. Yeah, time period wise, I think it's a nice reference. Uh, so that, that's pretty cool. So you, you got him, obviously Hugo Strange is around, and you, you got all these red herrings. Uh, but it turns out to be Gordon. Uh, and we see that he, like, Barbara's, his wife Barbara, not his daughter Barbara, are, yeah. is, is in on it. And, like, he's got this, this layer, and Batman finds out. And, like, he's, like, punishing, you know, the, the women of the world, all these prostitutes, they're all whores, and I'm going to kill them all. That's his, you know... Yeah, and uh, wives are the worst whores of them all because, you know, they, they, they just live to be there, you know. No, that, that's... They, no, the exact phrase he uses is they give it away for free, which begs the question, what is the appropriate amount he thinks is the is right? <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where are they not a whore? What was what, the price range that they're charging? Uh, now, of course, I'm trying to read logic into this when he's just, you know, a crazy sexist... I, I assumed his logic with the wife's thing was more like... Because, you know, in the time period, the wives aren't working. So more like, you know, they're, oh, okay. they're, they're trading sex for, you know, the home. Okay, okay, that's, that's fair. Uh, I, I, I didn't give it that much thought. Because <laughs> so. this speech where he says that, they're on this big uh, Ferris wheel and it's burning as they're fighting. And Gordon's a strong enough fighter to take on Batman, which of course is a, just a thing that because... Again, it, it sort of works because, like I say, it's young Batman, it's early days. Hmm. However, that's kind of my one of my biggest problems with the movie is 
I really don't like the idea of not not even just it being Gordon at this point, just you know Jack the Ripper being this. Okay, I'm gonna go and take him on head to head. I like it, you know, when he's in the shadows, creeping around. If you know, we're, we're, here it's just like okay, now we're just we're, we're gonna have a couple of fights. Yeah, I like I like the scene when he first killed Poison Ivy. That was a yeah, that was a nice scene. I like when he came to Hugo Strange because he puts on because he thinks it's Batman, but then he puts on the mask and he comes out. And I thought, okay, this is kind of tense. But then it becomes, of course, the fight with Batman afterwards. But the, I thought the, the first part with Hugo was good. Yeah. And then it became the the, the chase, and it goes up to the blimp, and then it comes back down from the blimp. I kind of like the blimp itself. I thought Batman grappling onto the the blimp and like swinging in. I thought it was like yeah, I, his his steampunk grapple hook's cool. Yeah, it, it was a very nice uh, kind of like. Yeah, st- st- steampunk Batman. You know, the it's, idea there's a blimp there, and he's like, it's one of those strange things where it's a blimp. So yeah, steampunk. You know, you know that sort yeah. of time period. It works, but I also associate blimps with Batman anyway because of the animated series. That is that is true. That so is it true. does double up really nicely for me. It was giving me some. Uh, I was thinking of Basil the Great Mouse Detective almost at that point because there was a. I'm sure there's a, there's yeah. a hot weird balloon in that thing, but the, like it was it was giving me some of those vibes, but. Like I said, it was here where we had the chase top on the roofs, and I thought it looks a little bit shitty because it looks kind of slower than it should feel. There's there's no mm. energy to it, but you know, like you know, I'm trying to think of uh, last year we watched Ghost in the Shell, and the action in that was very fluid, and it felt like yeah. it had momentum and stuff. Whereas here, I feel like any time anyone moved, there was no momentum, and it was kind of ruining any of the kind of stuff. Uh, so they set up at the start though that this world's fair start, and this is where the Ferris wheel is, and. They, they make a point of the spotlight, like, oh, we got this fancy spotlight, you know, shine into the sky, I'm like, okay, right, so this is going to be yeah, the that's going to be the bad signal, yeah, yeah. Look, it's so obvious, right? They're not hiding it, though, so it's fine. But I do actually like how it becomes the signal, I like that Selena's like, captured by Gordon, and she's, like, she's being drugged, so she can't fight, because like, she's very capable, she has her weapon, she, like, fights back, but she's being drugged, so she's kind of struggling, and she actually smears her blood on the, the thing in the shape of a bat. I and, love how rough it is, as well. Yeah. Because it's so easy when, especially in an animated thing like this, for it to be really neat and we're like, oh, that's clearly a bat. Yeah. It's it, kind of like, okay, I guess that's a bat. It's the same thing I like about uh, in Batman Begins when he uses Falcone. And it's just the coat yeah. and it makes the wings. But it's, it's not like an exact bat, but it's like, you but it's get like, it. Okay, you get it. You know what yeah. it's trying to be. And it's the same here. You, you know, Batman looks up at that and goes, pretty sure that's a bat. That's for me. Yeah, that, that's, that's, it, it was nice because she, she was calling for help and it was like a, it was a natural use, natural way to get in there. I thought, but then the fight happens. It's whatever. I think Selena's relationship to Batman and her also investigating the crimes because she cares about the girls was interesting because it's kind of it ties into some of her other origins. You know, like, uh, you know, year one where she's a prostitute and it kind of ties into that. Um, and it you know harkens to that. It harkens to just her being this protector and anti-hero as well. So she's not actually you know got a cat outfit by any means, but she's no, she's got the whip and that's about it. She has the whip. She has a history with cats because she mentions the lions. I think yeah. <laughs> that she grew up with and grew up around and that's kind of it uh but yeah so you know uh, uh, there was things in there light uh some things that were just kind of like yeah it was it was because the, the whole gordon reveal it was like i don't necessarily like it but i'd already kind of accepted that that's who it was probably going to be like earlier on it was when he had the dream where he thought barbara was in trouble and i thought i think that's a misdirect i think he's the killer yeah and it's one of those things where it's so clearly there to be a misdirect that I dislike it because I don't quite, mm. you know, with, with this man, you know, especially once we get the reveal and he's talking through his motivations, that dream doesn't really play to it for me. Yeah, I, I think my biggest thing, uh, my big, my, my biggest problem with it though, is when we get to the final fight, he's just 
he's not dressed as Jack the Ripper anymore. He's just Gordon fighting Batman, and it's just kind of like, no, give him the outfit, make him creepy, like have him like you know have them yeah. have them both use the shadows, have them both try to out stealth each other, you know. Yeah, exactly. To do something like I, that. That's why, in theory, Jack the Ripper is a great idea for doing this with Batman. You know, it's like. Mm. Oh no, you know, they're the two mysterious, you know, identities unknown. Stick to the shadows. Like they're they're co- they're so similar that they work as against each other. Yeah, and Jack the Ripper would never being caught. It's like the ultimate. Yeah, Batman can catch him though. If we had Batman, he'd get him. Exactly. Yeah, those reasons it to hate that up. A little easy here. It does. It just turns into a generic fight on a, on the Ferris wheel. Uh, and yeah, again, talk about the motion not quite working when the Ferris wheel topples over. And like you know, I've got the five point one mix, you know, and it's it's, it's rumbling as it's this crash landing on the ground, and I just kind of feel like it almost felt out of sync because I just didn't buy the the momentum. Okay. So when That's it landed and then my sub subwoofer went, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. If you t- sure, I'll take a word for it, sub. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not believing <laughs> I'm, it. I'm sure visuals. you're right, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I like to have, uh, obviously the Robins the, th- the three orphans uh, Dick, Jason and little Timmy <laughs> I, love, I, I love that you can tell it like it's Tim straight away because I, I can't remember what he's holding it's a stick but it's clearly meant to be his yeah, stuff yeah. and obviously Jason's got the red hair uh, and Dick's the oldest and the kind of leader yeah. of the three. I, I laughed Jason has a bit it's like a, a tire iron but <laughs> it looked very crowbarish. Yeah, so he gets killed yes yes very yeah, good yeah yeah, no, uh, that was cool. And at the end, of course, he seems to like Batman. Seems to kind of be like, okay, well, like, we'll build a future then. You know that this is old. We will build something new. Uh, so he's got a bit of a Batman message. But going back to what I was saying about how the Gordon thing would have been cool if they'd actually had something to say about the character. Like if they were actually going for something like, oh, in this time period, like he would have been driven insane because the like the rest of the world wouldn't have been there to like facilitate his goals and his yeah. his want to like protect people and stuff. Like if they had something to say about that. Or like you know, have have him make a dramatic point about how this character could be different if he had these different variables in his life or something. But they don't. It's just no shock value. He's, he's, the, he's the killer. It's just uh, it's it's the the most obvious thing as to to Jack the Ripper. You know, it's it's the classic. Oh, this is probably why Jack the Ripper did it anyway. They just give him that motivation rather than yeah doing something for Gordon specifically. Which uh, it'd be fine if that was the motivation if they could somehow tie it to mean something for him. Yeah. But they, they don't. It's just no. He's crazy and he hates women. So he's, he's killing much. people. That's that's, that's it. Uh, and that's that's basically all that amounts to. And it's it's kind of a shame. And, um, but it's okay. I, I don't think it's... it is. I, I think it's at its best when it's, you know, when it's silence and using the shadows. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know when, uh, when Batman's been shot and he's you know he's going through the city trying to avoid the police. He's on the ground. Yeah, that's when Selena comes to his rescue in the yeah, carriage. That yeah, that sequence I thought was really good. Yeah, he's dodging all the, the, the all the all the torches and flashlights and yeah, and that, that's it. You know, when okay, no, we're sticking to the shadows. We're not having much dialogue. We're just kind of creeping around. That was when the the movie was at its best for me. Yeah, should have maybe stayed quieter a bit more often. That's that's. And to be fair, it is quieter than the average one of these movies. It is, yeah, uh, and I think that's something that. Batman stories in general should probably try and kind of stick to, especially in anime. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah, you know, be be quiet. Make make it about the visuals. But yeah, hey, uh, so it's okay. Like I, I kind of, I, I give it a, a lukewarm recommendation if you like these animated movies or if you like uh, the idea of Batman and Jack the Ripper. But 
I, I, I wouldn't like jump over them in for it. It's, it's yeah. definitely not the worst of the, the bunch, though. I, I, unlike a few few recent ones, it's not left me angry that I, I spent oh, time on it. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. It's okay. You don't need to rush to watch it, but if you're going to watch these movies, sure, you you won't be annoyed. Yeah. Uh, also, did did Batman imply that Sherlock Holmes was his mentor? Oh, he might have done, yeah. Because he has the, you know, the his mentor taught, you know, if you remove the the impossible, you know, whatever remains. I don't know that's if that's implied. Right? Is but I don't know if that if that's implying that he's his mentor. If it's just a wink, wink because of the time period. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know, uh, but that's uh, Gotham by Gaslight. It's okay. That's that's how I'd, I'd sum it up. Although, of course, we do have to score the uh, the movie uh, before we go. So, uh, what would you rate Gotham by Gaslight out of ten? Uh, I'll give it a six. It's, it's all right. It's it's above average, but I, yeah. I no I I I'm tempted to push it to a six point five, but I think I'll just agree with a six. So it's decent, de- 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 decent it's, to it's, good. It's a fair score. I mean, yeah. si- a, a six upwards, I typically say, yeah, you can watch that. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Six out of ten. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So let us know what you think of it. If, you, if you've watched it, if you uh, yeah, let us know in the comments, like, subscribe, all that usual stuff. Get us on the Twitter's at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel uh, and keep the, the reviews flowing, uh, head over to patreon.com slash TV. There'll be a link in the description to that as well, some other things. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again. Keep watching movies, and we'll see you next time.